Do you know what I know? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> what do you know? I know that understanding what people know now is the first step in a consultation. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. We're excited to welcome you to another episode of Life's Inside Track. I'm Yetta Decker. I'm Ken Decker. And because we get to share techniques, thoughts, tools, Tips and truths that we all need because we want to turn our house into home where our families thrive and we can live the best life possible. So what we're going to learn in this segment is whether you're selling, whether you're buying, whether you're investing, or actually even if you're staying put, knowing what the next step is, is really all that's required. Mm. And you got to ask some questions to be able to get there. I've got a question. Okay. Where did the saying curiosity killed the cat come from? Okay. Any cat quotes are pretty much all not very helpful. Well, just because curiosity, like it makes it sound like curiosity is a negative, but coming from curiosity is how we ask questions and find out exactly what Mm. someone's experience has been so we can Help out. Right. Because if you just jump in and answer, so when somebody asks me a question, whether it's selling, buying, investing, or do I stay put, so often people will ask a general question. And if I just dive in and answer it, I answer it wrong. I got to backtrack and ask, what do you already know? What, What have you already discovered? What have you already figured out? Because that from that place, I can fill in the Mm. gaps. What's your experience been so far? Right. Right. Maybe they've never bought a home, but they have experience in looking for a home or frustrations around something. Right. Or maybe they've been looking for five years and never actually purchased. Right. We're ready to buy our first home. Oh, how long have you been looking is just a very casual yet defining question. And I can tell you the answer. Sometimes I have to kind of go close my mouth rather than open it because my job is going to hit the ground because it wasn't what I was expecting. Well, that's where you need to stay in curiosity. There you go. Rather than moving into judgment, Mm -hmm. which is so well. I find so easy to do as a human, it's easy to start going into what I know and thinking I have all the answers versus staying in that state of curiosity and simply moving the person forward from that place. Yeah. You know, sometimes I've gone to like a sales presentation, whether it be for a car or house or whatever. um, And I'm either bored to tears because they're just going through their presentation, flipping slides, and it's a, it's a stick. It's a, what do you call that? Stick. A stick. A stick. Now <laughs> I can't even say it. It's, it's just stick. a pitch. There, it's yeah. a pitch. It's a pitch, and, and it doesn't change. It's a, it's a presentation, and I've had times where my eyes are glazed over because I don't have a clue what they're talking about. They are so far beyond my knowledge base that I'm just lost. And that's a presentation. 
Now, a consultation really is designed on the spot and it's, for the person mm-hmm. you're speaking to. And it's explorative. That's the word that just popped into my head that I could barely contain myself and not word. say. It's an exploration yeah. into where are you now? What do you know now? And what do you need to know next? And we don't need to know what you need to know for the next 10 years. It's what do you need to know kind of like right now? Because as we fill in those gaps, what we've noticed is confusion, um, frustration, angst, anxiety tends to dissipate when you have a sense of what is next. Yeah, I love that explore because you know what? It's not just explore us exploring them to find out what they know or what, you know, it's exploring the process. It's exploring the end result. It's exploring whether a move makes sense at all or we're ready for a move or the move should happen in a year from now. It's exploration through questions and that's what creates a great conversation now if there isn't room for questions back and forth and conversation it may start to feel like an interrogation yeah so i'll confess (laughs) right now confession 101 i do so many of these why do i do this the confessions yeah the confession is good for the soul okay Perfect. So in the past, I would find myself inquisitive, wanting to explore, but really not giving the person a lot of room to breathe. And it can still happen from time to time. I have to watch that pattern because I get excited. I get passionate, as everybody probably knows that's been listening or watching to any of our episodes. And so sometimes that makes me move too quick, talk too fast and get in your face too hard too soon. And so it's true. Too maybe, hard, too soon. Yeah. And maybe I should never do it. And so that's kind of the point. So maybe you, like me, have found times that you just get so worked up about something, all for the best interest of the person you're working with, and it doesn't land well. Mm. Like if you've found yourself having the best of intention, but it falling flat because your enthusiasm didn't actually, or your your questioning ability didn't match what the person needed at the time. Mm. Maybe it was all I needed to do, or maybe all you needed to do was slow down the question, give them more room to answer the question and maybe even ask it slower because some people haven't thought about the thing we're asking them yet. Well, I'm going to ask a question right now. Oh no. To me? What do you mean? No, no, no. I thought he was to me. I thought he was going to put me on the spot. No, to you. And the question is Does an explorative consultation sound enticing? Does it sound like something you maybe would like to explore? And you could give us a call at 613 860 4663, and we would be delighted to connect with you and do a consultation, either over Zoom or in person. Or even on the phone. Yeah, I don't like the phone. Well, I do. So <laughs> so if you like the phone, ask for Yetta. If you don't like the phone and you want Zoom or you want face-to-face, you could ask for either of us. Yeah. How's that? That's great. What do you think of that? I think that's a great idea because you don't know what you don't know. So the whole point of this conversation is really let's discover what you do know, because as we fill in the gaps, as you fill in the gaps, 
you lose the the angst that can be available. Yeah, because when you're taking a new journey, a new path, a new mm-hmm. whether it be, you know, you you own a home, so you've had that experience of buying a home, but you've never had the experience of selling one and buying another or maybe it's been a long time since you've had it. It's very easy to go into overwhelm. Well, and even if you've done it 10 times, like I have lots of clients that have done it 10, 15 times, they've bought and sold, they've moved around. Every market is different. Every strategy, given the time of the market and the era that the, like even in relation to technology and how things are done, all of that's different. Like we're not giving the same counsel today or the same options aren't being presented today that we were presenting two years ago or we were presenting 10 years ago. That's true. That's right? true. Absolutely. So when you get, when we find out what you know, and we can give you a clear path, the answers will give a clear path forward. Mm-hmm. And Eugene Jones Co. I hope I get his last name right. Mm-hmm. Jones Co. His quote is, it's not the answers that enlightens, but the question. Mm-hmm. And we're honored to be on this journey with you, partnering towards wealth, wisdom, and worth. Yeta, this is so new that I don't even know what to ask. Well, often when we have a lack of experience, we can't possibly know what to ask. So you're on the right page. Okay. And we've created for you free access to over 503 episodes where we share insider tips, real estate knowledge, as well as how to make the most out of the decisions on the journey of buying a home, selling a home, or even investing in real estate and kind of life itself, itself. And the great news is you can get access to them from home, from the office, or on the go. So what we're going to discover in this episode is that concerns and questions that are answered or that get answered help us to avoid unnecessary struggle and frustration. Yes, because the process can be a struggle if you don't know what it is. Right. And I'm just, this wasn't a story we were going to share, but I can't help it. So, you know, I'm going to do it. We just recently purchased a property out of country and the guy that's our ambassador at the condo who takes care of our vacation rental and the administrator at the office and the administration and organization and accounting person at the other company, all of them. And even the realtor kept saying, what questions do you have? We'll answer your questions. We'll handle, what do you need from us? How can we help you? And I just kept saying, I don't have any questions. I don't have any concerns. I don't have any. So that would be a poor quality question. Right. How can I help you? And so I had four people saying, ask me questions. Let me know what you need. And I didn't discover until I got down there that I had a lot I needed to know. A lot I didn't understand. And in a future episode, we'll talk a bit about the whole journey of buyer's remorse that I experienced that I did not see coming. So that is going to be robust when the time comes. And yet it wasn't that I didn't have questions. It's I didn't know what they needed Mm. to be because of my lack of experience. Specific to the condo and the process. Right. And And yet you asked an amazing question. 
Which one? Well, it was kind of from our mentor, John Maxwell. And the question was, who do you know that I need to know? And that's a beautiful question. And the answer was, oh, the matriarch of of the condo corporation, the first owner who lives here full time, you need to meet her. And I did. And she <laughs> filled in so many gaps that I couldn't get filled in from anywhere else because she could put herself in the position I was in, although it was many years ago for her, like 14, I guess. She still had an understanding of, as a foreigner, buying a country and a property in a different country. And I don't think she'd ever owned a condominium that she lived in. I mean, we've owned condominiums, but not that we've lived in, which is a different conversation Mm -hmm. and never internationally. And so she was able to actually let me know what questions I needed to be asking. Yes. And you made a friend. I know. You made a friend and she even said, oh, when you're down here, feel free to use my car. I know, which is wonderful. It's <laughs> crazy. It's awesome. Yeah, it was really good. And, and she'd never seen your unit. She'd seen all the units, never seen your unit. So you invited her in. You had a friend. You made a friend. So I that question did. has really developed an ability to be more comfortable going there because there's somebody that lives there full time that you know now. Well, and she even told me who all the different owners were, which ones were friends, what games we play, when we play them, why we play those games and not things (laughs) with cards because they blow all over the place. Like how would I ever have thought about that? Mm -hmm. Because it's windy, it's right on the ocean. And so wind is bigger concern. So they play games that have blocks and tiles and stuff so that they don't go all over the place. So then she said, you know, and the other thing we do, which was phenomenal, is if we're ever, if our units ever rented out, because they're vacation rental units and people even that live there full time will take vacation and come back. She said, we just stay in each other's secondary bedrooms. And then we wait till our guests leave. And then, you know, the people that have rented it, and then we move back to our home. And so I'll meet, I'll introduce you to Sylvia. And (laughs) anyway, so just a simple question. It's amazing what that can open up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think when we're talking about your concerns, what are your concerns? Mm -hmm. We need to develop, well, what's your experience in the past? That's a great question. What have you experienced or what have you heard Because most concerns are developed either from your past experience or stories you've heard of other people's experience. Maybe it's in the buying process or the traveling process or the whatever it be. Or the investing process because, you know, the stories that are extraordinary or the (laughs) stories that are unusual often get sensationalized. And they're usually the worst stories, you know, the the horror stories where someone... Trashes a house yeah. or yeah, makes it wet and grows things in there they shouldn't and completely rots the house from the inside out versus it's not that common. Somebody's going to tell you the story of their 12 homes that they own and how much income that they've generated and how much of it really feels passive at this point. Those aren't the stories. And we've even asked some of our clients that have done really, really well. Hey, would you like to come on to the show and share with everybody the strategies you used? And some say, sure. And they have, and there's lots in the archives that you can listen to. And many go, Ooh, that's my business. 
Nobody knows that. My kids don't even really know how much money we've accumulated through the investment strategies that you've taught us. So sometimes the amazing stories get hidden. Mm -hmm. And so, right. So you're coming with concerns that may not even be overly valid. They may be that people missed a few steps, didn't do a proper credit check, didn't call the landlord not the current landlord, the landlord once removed because the current one might just want to get rid of them. Like just yeah. little things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So we just love the, and then we've been talking about the consultation because we love doing consultations with people. It, it fills our heart. It, it connects us with you and it helps us to understand your concerns, your situation and answer those questions and more questions will be developed. As we answer questions, you'll come up with more questions. And again, John Maxwell, he, he's a great mentor and he mentored us personally for quite a number of years. And one of the things he said was when he invited somebody out for a lunch, he was really doing a consultation with them, asking them questions. And he would have... Uh, it's full scap. Is that is yeah. that dating me? A legal size, a legal size piece, piece of notepad, notepad, full of questions because he valued the time of the person he was taking out mm-hmm. and wanted to come fully prepared. And those people would say, "We'll meet with you again," because he wouldn't get through all his questions. Only maybe one or two, but they knew he was prepared and he was getting value. And then he spoke what value he got. At the end of the meeting. Mm -hmm. And yeah. So I love it when you come with questions prepared and the answers to your questions will create more more questions questions. and our questions will create more questions. And that's why we say it's 45 minutes, but it could go up to a couple hours. Depends on how many questions. Right. And like the poorest question is obviously the one you don't ask. Like that's the worst question there is on the planet. The second worst question is something that doesn't really evoke much response. So Ken, like how was your day at the office today with the clients? It was fine. Right. Like I'm not getting an answer I'm really looking for. So what was the best thing that happened to you with our clients today? Uh, We helped them find a house. Fantastic. So, So it's been a privilege of growing alongside you because we're passionate about all of us being positioned for a generational legacy. Do you know when I get disappointed or angry, Etta? (laughs) Do you know why? I do know why. (laughs) When expectations aren't met. And the crazy part is, you didn't always speak them. That's true. I know. So we're excited that for over 30 years, we've been able to come alongside you, whether it's buying, selling, or investing, but also in relation to having fun, building your faith, building your finances, and basically just life exponential. And so really, the the thing we're going to explore today is when we uncover our expectations It equals a fantastic experience. And when we don't uncover the expectations, people leave or remain or get super disappointed. Mm. That's great insight because what we expect, like, like sometimes, you know, I expect something. Really? Like maybe around a birthday or something. Okay. 
I have an expectation and maybe you meet everything that I had expected out of my birthday, but you didn't do anything extra, right? right? You met the expectation. So sometimes I in the past have not acknowledged how appreciative I've been of what I've received because it met my expectation. And I don't know if maybe you've been like that yourself when when you expect something, you expect a certain service at a restaurant or you expect a certain quality and you get what you expected, are you appreciative of it or do you take it for granted like I have done in the past sometimes? And then there's times where you get more than you expected. Like you go to Walt Disney World and everything's clean and you kind of expect that because you've heard it. But then you go into the lineup for an event, right? And the lineup says 30 minutes from here and you go, ooh, that's a long time. And how long does it take you to get to Usually like, let's say 15. Yes. And then suddenly your expectation is exceeded. You're a little disappointed when it's going to be 30 minutes, but then when it's only 15, you're very excited and, and happy. Whereas if they told you it's going to be 10 minutes and it took 15 minutes, you'd be ticked. You'd be ticked. Because <laughs> exactly. it was an unmet expectation. Yeah. Right. So beautiful knowledge there. And, and what we learned from them is under promise and over deliver because most people over promise and then under deliver well we have a tendency to right because we know our intention we know what we want to accomplish we know what we want to do for you so we tend to voice the very thing we want to do and maybe we can't quite do what we wanted so something comes up or right you get busier than you thought right and so it is we want to make sure that we have an understanding, which is really what I think Ken's alluding to and talking about. We want to understand what it is you expect. Because if we don't know what you can expect, it is basically impossible mm-hmm. to m- meet those expectations. Or exceed them. Or exceed them. Because one of our goals is to exceed your expectations. Right. We can't always do it. Sometimes we'll actually say, you know what? We're not a good business match because your expectations exceed what we're able to deliver. And then we'll, we'll you know, we'll say no thank you because right. we'd rather turn you down now than let you down later. Right. And, and that conversation often has to do with market value of property. I mean, that, that expectation um, just had a conversation like yesterday and they want a certain price for their house. Well, there is highly, highly unlikely that that value is going to be for there for the home. There's a lot of sentimental attachment. It's hard to let go of the home. And I really appreciate that. And yet I can't make a market happen. I can work within the market. I can build some strategies to get every dime Mm -hmm. possible. And I don't get to make the market. I get to interpret the market and then work to the best of my ability within that market using 30 years worth of strategies. And maybe in March, they may have gotten that price. Yeah, they would have. But we're $100,000 less since March till now. On average. On average. The average, the sale, average price. sale price of a freehold home in Ottawa is $100,000 less 
than it was in March. We're still slightly above last year. Yeah. It's just those huge gains that happened in January, February, like, and March and overnight have almost. evaporated. Yeah. And, you know, thank you, interest rate is part of that. Yeah. Affordability, interest well, rate. And I think it had, it had moved too quick. Too quick. Anyway, too it wasn't sustainable. And we yeah. all knew that. We thought that was maybe going to happen in 2021 because the same thing happened then. And then it happened again in 2022, and we're just seeing a little bit of equalizing. And it's still fantastic value, some of the highest in all of history, just not quite as high as earlier this year. Right. So we want to be giving you the expectation of what your home truly will sell for to the best of our ability. And if you think it's 100, 200, 300,000 more, we're going to say, no, thank you. Like one of the people who said, no, thank you to, uh, 45 days ago, they've already had their first $100,000 price reduction and they are chasing the market down. And we've talked about that in another episode, which is actually yeah. a really neat one to, to listen to. Like if you're actually in the position where you want to be selling right now or want to be buying, listening to some of those episodes that talk about the rolling down the hill ball. Yeah. And we can talk about that in a consultation. We offer a free, no obligation consultation where we can discover your expectations, our expectations, and really decide if we're a good match together, right? Because it's not just your expectations, it's also mm -hmm. our expectations. Are you as a client going to meet our expectations? What would be some of the expectations we'd have of sellers or buyers yeah well this is actually always a, an interesting conversation because when we get to this part of the consultation or the conversation the connection time when we're connecting i'll say like what do you feel you ought to expect from us as your realtor and of course there's the standard get me the most money for my house sell it in the timeline that works make sure that the legal things are handled those are pretty typical, but then there's always more. And then I'll say, and here's, you know, what do you believe I should expect from you or what can I expect from you? So they'll usually share, you can expect me to have the home available and those kinds of things. And if there's anything missing in the list, I'll say, can I share with you some of my expectations? And you can just let me know whether they'll work or not. Mm -hmm. Right. And some of those things will be that when a home comes up, that I'm willing, Ken's willing, Leah's willing, Candace is willing, Ryan's been willing to drop everything and rock and roll if that house demands that immediate attention. If we're prepared to do that, are you prepared to do that? No, mm. no, we can only look on weekends. Mm. Mm. That's going to be tricky because you're going to be frustrated that you're not going to get the house you want. Yeah. And so we'd rather have that discussion up front and see whether we can shift what we need from you. And if not, we're not going to start. Yeah. And, you know, Terrell Owens, he says, if you align your expectations with reality, you will never be disappointed. We're honored to be your guides on this journey of real estate and life exponential. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward together with the Decker team.